Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Pine123245 and says, My wife abandoned my girls when she thought there was a home invasion. My 34 male wife, 42 female, is a stay-at-home mum. Last week when I was at work and my two oldest were at school, five male and three male, my wife was sitting at the dining room table when she saw a man walking down the driveway and going to the front door. He had what she thought was a hammer. She went to the front door and the guy was trying to get in. The guy saw her and waved and tried to get in. She fled the house and ran out the back door. She left her cell phone and Apple watch. She also left our twin girls eight months old. They were sleeping in their cribs. She ran through the neighborhood looking for someone to help her call the police. Eventually, she found someone and they called the police. The police responded and cleared the house. Turns out it was a repair guy who was supposed to go to our neighbor's house and had been told that no one would be home and just to come in. She is mad at me for not being more supportive of her. I was stunned when she told me and was surprised that she said she left the girls. She is always yelling at me about how I do not do enough for the kids, unlike her who sacrifices constantly. I don't think that is accurate, but it is beside the point. We've been having major issues in our marriage for a long time apart from this. She is acting like this is one of the most traumatic events of her life, which is making me madder and madder. I'm having a real hard time putting this one behind me. If this guy had been a bad guy, she would have abandoned our girls to him, also she could save herself. Our house isn't that big and people in the neighborhood and online know we have two little girls. I honestly don't know what to do. Edit. This happened about a week ago. I spent an hour on the phone with her that day trying to console her. I tried again that night and I've been trying to take care of the kids and do all the chores at home. She has been focusing on what I think is a work from home job but that she is lying to me about and trying to hide from me. Other than that she is going out with her friends to bars. She does not believe in therapy and is refusing to go to marriage counseling that I set up for us online after the kids go to sleep. A big issue I'm having is the double standard that if I had done this she would have never forgiven me and probably divorced me. We had a fight because when we moved to a new house, my side of the bed was on the far side from the door and that I needed to be able to stop an attacker. I've been yelled at for abandoning my daughters when I take a shower in the morning before work and they begin crying. Or if she is sleeping in and one begins crying while I'm changing the other's diaper and it takes a minute to finish. I totally understand this is a fight or flight. I'm not trying to Monday morning quarterback. Well, that means I have not critiqued, let alone criticized her. The closest was when I was surprised when she told me she left the girls. Other than that call or when I came home. And she was annoyed that we don't have security cameras. We haven't really talked about it. Second edit. She has a phone that worked. I texted her to check in and she told me to call her. 
and that's what I found out about this. When the kids are sleeping, she usually has it. It's a one-story house. It's an L shape. The doors are at one end of the L and the kids are at the other end. I don't know how long it took for her to get help. I was in the workday and most of our neighbors worked. It's a walkable neighborhood, not in the country somewhere. I am currently in therapy. She has mocked me in the past for going to therapy and uses that as a way to invalidate my opinions. An example, what do you know? You're just a depression case. So there is no way she will see a therapist. The police had a social worker with them who gave her a card for a therapist. And the first commenter on this one says, I was robbed at gunpoint and I personally can't stand when other people tell me what they would have done. The truth is, no one knows a rat's donk of how they will react to an immediate threat. I think people deserve grace before judgment here. That said, it seems like it's bringing up a lot of other issues, like how much you guys don't trust each other. I hope you find resources to address it. Student of you replies that saying, you aren't lying. My brother-in-law was on fire about a year ago and his fiance was just sitting on their front porch crying. Thank God we lived next door and heard the bonfire explosion and rushed outside to see what had happened. My brother-in-law was running around in flames, so my husband had grabbed a towel on the way out the door and was putting him out while I called 911. But both the fiancé and her dad, who lived with them, were literally frozen in shock and neither were doing anything to help him. Of course, they feel like shit now for it, but it just goes to show you never know how someone is going to react under pressure and shock. It burns on 68% of his body. I shudder to think what would have happened if we weren't home at the time. Jealous Ad says, I don't know. She ran to get help. You think she could take him? If this was real, he'd kill her and then them. Help would come when you got home. Guy Incognito replies that saying, let me tell you something. It wouldn't matter to me whether or not I thought I could take him or not. I'll be damned if I'm going to run for help, which will take 6 to 15 minutes on average to arrive. That intruder might be able to take me, but they're sure as hell going to go through me to get to my kids and I'm surely not going to run out the door and leave them alone. Plus, I'd rather be dead than live with the thought that my children died and all they did to help was run away. Difficult Quiet says, I think you're reading too much into it. It was probably the most appropriate action to take, though he probably wasn't thinking this way at the time. If he was a bad guy, he either wanted your wife or what was in your house. Highly, highly unlikely, but not impossible, that a random home invader would harm infants alone in a crib. However, if your wife ran up into their room, the invader would have likely chased her up there and then bad things would have happened. What was in her head? Probably just, I need help and let me go find some. I wouldn't call it abandoning her children. Please don't fault her for a reaction she couldn't help have. No one knows how they react in crazy situations. This could have been a bonding time for all. Console her, comfort her, talk about safety, what to do in these situations, getting some cameras. Tell her how you can't bear the thought of losing her or the kids and what you both can do in the future. Hope he responds to that saying, I hear you. Part of me is that she jumped to home invasion right away. Part of it is the huge double standard that we have. If I did this, she'd divorce me, let alone console me. I threw out my back last year and she walked over me without saying a word and was annoyed to drive me to the hospital. She has yelled at me because a baby began crying while I was in the shower trying to go to work. I've tried to support her, but all she wants to do is her own thing or blame me for not having cameras or yell at me for other issues. I'm trying to help her out any way I can, but she's refusing to let me. Holler says, as someone from Germany, I'm quite a bit surprised that nobody seemed concerned that the wife instantly thought she was getting murdered because a man waved at her in front of the door. 
I mean, I don't get it. If you feel unsafe, why isn't your door locked? And if the door was locked and he tried to come in, you really come to the conclusion that you will get murdered on a regular Thursday in the middle of the day. How can you live like that? I'm shocked. And the comments were definitely back and forth on this one. People saying that you don't know what you would do in a situation like that. You're not sure how you would actually react. Other people saying there's no way that they would leave their children, that they would lock themselves in the room. Anything apart from, you know, run out on their children. But OP does come back into the post and says, Good afternoon, everyone. I wanted to thank everyone for all their comments and advice. I wanted to provide an update. Long story short, things are not going well. I feel like I'm an airplane pilot who is trying to land a plane while it's disintegrating around me and that the time is now for me to bail out. I'm also realizing how much I have normalized these issues and that my good days would be at best marginal days for other marriages, but more likely would be awful. Since that post, I have really tried to do what I can to support her. I think I had been doing what I could to support her in the past. Anytime she wants to leave, she can. I do the lion's share of the chores at home. That means laundry, cooking, groceries, and morning and bedtime routine for the boys, who are school age. We do an informal system for dishes and with the girls for baths. It's close to 50-50 on that one. I also pay all the bills and handle all the extracurriculars. One comment that people made was that she just gave birth eight months ago, and that should be more sympathetic. I totally get that, but since she gave birth, she has done four 10K races, a marathon relay, and goes to a run group and dinner afterwards twice a week. She's also gone to networking events for a business that she is working on. Since that post, we have had numerous issues. We've had more days with screaming matches. Here is a list of the issues since the post. She woke up early on Saturday, but didn't wake me or my son up for his early practice. I slept through my alarm. Didn't do anything to help us get ready. Her only question when we came back was how late we were. The moment I came home, she went back to bed. I had all four kids by myself, which is fine. I took the kids to the store to run errands, and as soon as I came back in, she got in the shower and left, and refused to take any of the kids despite their cries. She refused to tell us where she was going. Sunday, she refused to go to anyone's hockey practice because she had to clean the house. While I'm going to the park at the rink, with the kids crying. She calls me because she had hired a person to clean out our garage, and wanted to know where we were going to move things. This was the first time I had heard of this. The woman did a good job of cleaning the garage, but she threw everything in the dumpster, including like unopened dress shirts. We had a thermonuclear fight on Monday. My eldest was screaming at me to get a second helping of dinner ready. I tried bluffing to send him to bed without the second helping. He goes straight to her and she overrules me. Once they leave the room, I explain what I was doing and she spiked her laptop on the bed and jumps up and starts screaming at me proceeds to follow me out of the room and is screaming in front of all four kids that I'm a whiny bitch and not a real man and that I'm trying to starve her kids. Funnily enough, this was just before our marriage counselling session. I kept it and while I was in the waiting room, she continued screaming at me and attacking my character. When the session started, she refused to join. She was puttering around and started blending something. I tried to be as objective as possible and the counsellor said that she was impressed with that. In the last five minutes, I tried to just bring my laptop to her. When I did, she collapsed into the room she was in, like Superman seeing kryptonite. She refused to do it. After that, I went to bed and she woke me up and wanted me to set up our printer. We changed routes. I hadn't had the chance to set it up yet. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The lack of anger caught me off guard, and so I did it. She stood over my shoulder the whole time, silently, and refused to let me see anything. We had a couple of other fights along the same lane. But yesterday, Thanksgiving, we had a decent day. Not that it was overly affectionate, we just didn't fight. She slept in until 12.50 in the afternoon and was snippy because I didn't have everyone ready yet. She wanted the girls in the car seats. She then began a 90-minute shower and makeup routine and helped with the kids for maybe 20 minutes. We ended up an hour late for Thanksgiving dinner, but for us, that was a good day. Yeah, there was no affection or anything, and we didn't speak in the car. But yeah, my mind forgot all the issues we'd been having, and I wanted to make it work. That night, I woke up and attended to one of the girls who was very sick. That is the one thing she has done exclusively, is attend to the kids when they wake up. She has taken kids from me when I do get up before her. She says that is because I am working. One fight we had in September, she screamed at me for as being selfish for taking my daughter and sitting with her. I'd said that I didn't mind and that I was up anyway. And that became somehow me keeping her up because I couldn't sleep. The problem is... That this has become a trump card in every argument. But anyway, I was with my daughter from 4 till 5 and she slept in. This morning I woke up at 9, the latest I have slept in that I can remember. I started making the kids breakfast and finishing the laundry. She was working on her laptop already. She snapped that I shouldn't bother cleaning the house because she has hired someone. I tried very, very hard and refused to escalate and told her that we can't really afford a cleaning lady and that I've got it. She proceeded to call me a little bitch and scream at me in my face in front of my kids. One of my boys ran and hid and the other sat and read on the couch, but he was not happy. She blamed me for not having time to clean and not having money and that I couldn't clean or do laundry to her standards and that she wasn't a cleaner. It was about an hour of just constant abuse. So I spent today cleaning the house, doing laundry and taking care of all four kids. My sons did more cleaning than she has for a month. What has really disturbed me is not the abuse towards me. I've normalized that and I'm used to it. And honestly, if she kept it behind closed doors, I was prepared to wait out the next 17 years and leave once my kids were out of the house. But my eldest son is clearly mirroring her behaviors and internalizing the stress. It doesn't help that she constantly wants me to ask him who is his favorite, who yells more and who is the better parent. When I refuse to do that, I am scared of what he might say. I guess Reddit that I don't know what to do. I'm trying to fix this. I'm keeping an appointment scheduled with a counselor, but beyond that, other than talking to a lawyer, I don't know what I should do. She honestly doesn't see any issues with how she treats me. Her refrain is that I am a diamond, and if you leave me, you'll only be dating pebbles. Besides the fact that I don't want a divorce, 
and she spent the last six years threatening a divorce. I don't know I can show anyone who is that out of touch with reality or seemingly so closed off from recognizing that they have a role in causing and fixing the problems with the marriage. Ugh, that is an incredibly sad and heartbreaking read. I can't help but think about the children in this situation and staying in this relationship and the damage it's going to cause them. And I saw some of the top comments relating to that as well, basically saying, you know, they are OP's children when they're older and how it's affected them mentally. And there was many, many comments in this one just saying, you know, talk to a lawyer, get a parenting app and be done with this because because of the children, because yourself, that basically you're a single parent and that this needs to come to an end. ASAP. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. But now we're going to cover another story from the MI the Arsehole subreddit. It does have an update as well from Titty Bean 4. <laughs> what a name. Am I the Arsehole for telling my friend's boyfriend that he shouldn't have been allowed to eat? Some friends and I decided to do the trend where we have a dinner and everybody brings a food that starts with the first letter of their name. There is one of our friends that's a bit of a moocher. Whenever we go out, she never pays for stuff. Whether it's the dinner bill, tickets for movies, etc., we always end up paying for her. But everyone accepted this and doesn't really have an issue with it. However, recently, it's become worse. She's been dating this guy for a couple of months and she brings him everywhere with her, even when he's not invited. So now we have two people to pay for. Also, I feel like I have to say that they have jobs. They're not struggling. It'd be different if they were broke. Then of course, I wouldn't mind. But yeah, we had the dinner last night and everybody brought food and put a lot of effort into it. These two, however, showed up with absolutely nothing. Not even a bottle of soda. We were annoyed, but nobody said anything. It wasn't until the end of the night when they were leaving that I cracked a little. The friend's boyfriend was taking home all the barbecue ribs that were left. I repeat, all of it. And it was a lot. Like, damn, be considerate at least. He emptied the entire tray of ribs into a container. That's when I politely asked, can you maybe not take all of it? The others might want some too. He got all defensive and asked, why are you treating me like I'm stealing all the food? I clarified that I never said such a thing and that I only asked that he didn't take all of it. He got angry plopped the ribs back and said, fine, I don't need your food. To which I replied, it kind of seems like you do. And to be honest, you shouldn't have eaten at all since you didn't contribute again as usual. Then my friend came, took him and just left without saying anything. Now apparently she's angry with us, mainly me. Most of my friend group doesn't think I did anything wrong, but there were a couple who are saying that I shouldn't have said anything. The thing is that I didn't even say anything to my friend because I don't mind that she doesn't contribute. Her boyfriend was the one irritating me. He eats the most food but doesn't contribute, drinks the most alcohol, doesn't contribute, orders really expensive meals at restaurants, doesn't contribute towards the bill. I guess I got kind of annoyed and snapped at him. I tried phoning her to clarify that I didn't have any issue with her but she's ignoring me. I don't know, maybe I should have left well enough alone. I want to know why. Why is why do they think this is acceptable to turn up to places and not pay? I think it's one thing like if you didn't have a job and your friends were supporting you in some kind of way. I would support my friends if they were struggling and you know I'd want them to come to places and stuff like that. I would absolutely support them as long as they wasn't taking the piss, right? But it sounds like these people are okay, but 
they think is acceptable to turn up to a place with a grin on their face and think, yeah, we're going to get some free shit here. I would be embarrassed to turn up to a restaurant and sit there when the bill goes around and think, yeah, I'm not even going to say nothing. You guys can pay for that. <laughs> Cheeky bastards. And I'm certainly wavering between not the asshole and then everyone sucks here. The only reason I'm thinking sort of everyone sucks here is just, you know, to be a bit different, basically, in that you've let this go on for so long as it is and that and that you wasn't going to say anything to the friend who's been mooching off you all this time to begin with. That kind of behavior 100% needs to be called out, especially because it sounds like there's no other reason for it apart from entitlement. But Callie the Blaze says, you are not the asshole for this event, but why on earth do you and your friends tolerate the mooching like that? Tell them that they need to pay their own way and do it. If you go to a movie, buy your own tickets and let them pay or leave. Get separate checks at restaurants. When the server first comes to your table, tell them they need separate checks. As a former restaurant employee, I can tell you it's fairly easy to split a check if you know it'll be split before you start entering things and a royal pain to go back and split a check you entered together. You and your friends have been complete doormats. When you let bad behavior repeatedly go unchallenged, it never stops and often worsens. Regular throwaway says not the arsehole. Someone needed to say something to them or it just continue. However, I don't think you should be making a distinction between your friend and the boyfriend as they're both in the wrong here. Sam says, why the fuck are you guys enabling her mooching and now her boyfriend's mooching? Tell her she's not welcome back until she pays back everyone and her boyfriend is not invited. If he shows up with her, neither will be allowed in. Don't let these people live off you guys. Opie says, yeah, it's stupid to be honest. She is the substantially younger than the rest of us. So when we initially started the not paying thing, Everybody was like, oh, she's young, let's pay for her. And she sort of became the little sister of the group. A handful of times I did mention paying, she acts like she forgot. For example, we were both in line for snacks and I offered for her to go ahead of me like, do you want to go first? She acted all surprised. Oh yeah, I'll go first. Yet I fully know that she expected me to pay for the both of us. But then the post was updated and says, I want to clarify the reason I said I don't really have a problem with her not contributing. It's because I personally never paid for her in terms of dinner, tickets, etc. I paid for exactly a drink, some popcorn and parking before, but she obviously still benefits from me and others when we bring food and drinks and she brings nothing. I've always thought it was unfair, but nobody wanted to say anything, so I left it alone. I should also mention that she's a friend by association. I've only known her since the beginning of this year. I confronted her like many of you suggested and started off by saying I thought it was unfair her boyfriend was taking all the food and that's why I spoke up. She said she's sorry and the boyfriend only did it because he didn't think anyone would mind. I should say that even though she eats all these things, she's never taken copious amounts of food before. I said that I don't speak on behalf of everyone but I feel it's unfair that she keeps bringing her boyfriend and also that she never contributes to anything. Since she had just been apologetic, I thought she would respond by saying that she would start to contribute, but instead she asked why I cared so much because I don't even eat ribs and that I embarrassed her and her boyfriend for nothing. I don't eat meat, but that was beside the point. My friend put a lot of hours into cooking those ribs just for this guy to take them all. No, it's not right. But I didn't make a scene. He did. I spoke very politely, so I explained that again and said that she's being an inconsiderate friend. She said, I don't know why you're attacking me when nobody else has a problem and said that she didn't want to associate with me anymore. I said that was fine and that was the end of it. I told the others the outcome and the friend that introduced Mooch to us was really mad that I caused a rift between everyone over food. So the group essentially split up and 
those who are irritated with me will continue to hang out with her. The others who secretly found her annoying but were too polite also spoke up and decided to branch off too. Our mooch free group hung out a couple of times already and all the complaints are finally being released. Also, everybody brings something now which is nice. Not just that, but it's a more relaxing and stress-free environment without them. The introducer friend is trying to poach some of the new group to no avail, which I think is funny, but anyway, that's it. Sorry if this was anticlimactic, and I know it's like juvenile high school stuff, but hey, that's what happened. And I can only feel like the resentment is only going to build in the mooch group as time goes on and things will start to branch off even further. But I guess at least for now, for OP's group, that it's going to be a more pleasant experience. And every, like they said, everyone's bringing food now. There's hopefully going to be no resentment within that group going forward. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Have you ever dealt with a moocher within your friend group? How did you deal with it? Kiki, <laughs> let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 